0: Hi, guys. Uh, Bill Farrell here. Welcome to another episode of Rock Bottom to Recovery Podcast. Actually, episode 45, um, 2020. We're kicking off the uh, 2020 season with uh, guest um, Ed chino chanchio chanchio <laughs> hey, Chancio.
1: you're the first one ever to get that wrong bill
0: yeah i'm sure <laughs> so chanchio
1: chanchio yeah so um uh
0: aka jersey ed correct? jersey
1: ed yes. Yeah. yes. Um,
0: okay. and so ed comes is uh ed does a podcast called uh, friends in recovery the addiction recovery podcast actually ed does two um, the second one is answering the call uh, which is a podcast about um, addiction for first responders, correct? Well,
1: wellness, uh, like wellness, wellness. yeah. Okay, yeah. We yeah. talk a little bit of everything. Obviously, the main topic is suicide because of yeah. you, you know that as being a right. But we can get into that. So. Yeah.
0: Um, and you're also part of the Genesis House. Yes. Which is based out of Florida.
1: Florida, yeah. We're an addiction uh, treatment program, detox and rehab right. down
0: in Florida. Okay. Been around
1: for 30 years. So.
0: Wow, 30 huh. years, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, uh, Ed, I guess. So, uh, Ed, why don't we just kick it off and... Tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you um, how did you start? Like, I always like to ask people uh, when they come on the podcast. Um, uh, when did you start um, drinking? When what I age? started my career, you're saying. Yeah, when you started your career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: 13, 13. I was about 13 years old when I started drinking. Came from an alcoholic family. Yeah. Um, you know the typical story, the typical AA story out there. Um, I, uh, my dad was a drinker my grandmother you know I thought having parties every Friday night filling the basement with every family member drinking getting drunk and rolling out I thought that was normal so every Friday night your family every, would get together every Friday night we yeah. had a big basement and my dad redid it and he redid it so he can drink I guess yeah. and uh, so that's kind of how it started we,
0: socialized. Uh,
1: that's exactly yes exactly oh wait
0: wait, wait. before we go <laughs> before we go any further sure. um, let everybody know where you're from. Obviously, oh, Jersey Ed is your Jersey nickname. Ed.
1: Jersey Ed is my nickname. grew up in Seville, New Jersey. Yep. So what I tell everybody is that uh, that Sayreville, New Jersey may not sound familiar, yeah. but it, if, if you know who's from Serville, New Jersey, John Bon Jovi.
0: No kidding. Yeah.
1: Yep, he lived not too far from me. I actually went to school with his brother. Um, so I always say I got no hair and no money, and he <laughs> yeah. got all the hair and all the money. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and he still has it. <laughs> and he still has it, yes. And so do I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still have no hair and no money. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's where I'm from, several New Jersey. I reside in Pennsylvania now when I met my, my current wife, Stacy. Um, I, I, we just moved to Pennsylvania. But you know, with the typical 13 year old drinker, um, you know, because we were sneaking beers, and yeah. I, I wasn't an alcoholic at 13, but you know, not too far after that you were setting the tone. Oh yeah. 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 Catholic school. Um, yeah. so that, that was always, uh, you know, we, we were always kind of restricted and, yeah. and when you can break out when you're in Catholic school, you, you went full bore. So yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we did. So. so you
0: were confined to the rules and the regulations. Oh
1: yeah. Of yeah. Catholic school. Yeah. And as
0: soon as you were free. Well, I ended up on. going
1: to a, um, I ended up going to a, uh, uh a vocational school. Okay. and uh so i went eight eight years through catholic school mm-hmm. and then going to a vocational school was just just kind of just blew me out out the yeah. door i would so, start drinking about eighth grade
0: okay and so uh <clears throat> vocational school nine to nine to twelve well what'd you go for
1: um carpentry and cabinet making nice, <laughs> yeah, Okay. yeah yeah which um, later on in my in my career <laughs> i was I, I opened up a a shop for car, a car um,
0: a, a, a kitchen cabinet shop, okay,
1: and, and all that. But. So, how
0: was um, so obviously, maybe a little bit of a culture shock going from Catholic school into the vocational Oh, okay. oh yeah. So, yeah. what were
1: you exposed to? Drugs, the, uh, alcohol, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, you know, all the it, it was, it was really the school was basically my mom said that uh, I, I, I need to go to to um, vocational school because I didn't have the brains to go any further. That's, That's uh, what she said. Yeah, no, 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 it's just it's funny you say that
0: because I would be. Uh, Zach and myself were just having that. We were just having that conversation about um, trade schools yeah, and stuff for yeah. kids. For like us, yep. uh, myself, uh, you know, we weren't going. We weren't going to college.
1: No, no, no I wasn't. And, I didn't, uh, and I didn't. But, yeah. but you know, I, listen, you know, and, and the trade schools and and no, nothing against the trades, yeah. but um, you got to have some brain to do that. Actually, yeah. my daughter's a welder now. And, uh, that's she fantastic. was, she was a chef. She quit and she went and she's a welder in a union in New Jersey and, you <laughs> does know. Does she like it? Oh yeah, she yeah. loves it. Yeah, yeah. She loves the money. She does. <laughs> and there's not a lot of,
0: um, there's not a lot of, um, uh, welders out there. No. Good welders. No, boom. no.
1: Yeah. And their jerseys growing a lot of buildings. Yeah. So she's constantly busy. Her and her husband, they quit their jobs and went, got, got into the union. And they doing, they saved up, no, I know we're getting off the topic. Yeah, no, they, no, Yeah. But They saved fine. up enough of money in two years to buy she bought a house at 27 years old that's fantastic yeah. so I, that's I never did that but i was so, busy using <laughs> so yeah so now let's go
0: back to yes. the vocational school so you're uh, you gotta reel me in i'm all over the place <laughs> yeah. you gotta bring your net in <laughs> and bring me back the, so. Um, um so you're in there and obviously meet up um with a group of start hanging out with some kids yeah and uh, what are you doing? Just drinking on the weekends? You drug uh, in?
1: Drinking uh, whenever I could. Um, you know, mom and dad um, were kind of at each other's throat. Um, I got a really fucked up story.
0: That's fine. Go right ahead. I Speak, really... freely. <laughs> Freak, freaks... <laughs> Speak freely. Freaks. Speak freely, Jerseyette. All right, okay. <laughs> so. On our podcast, we do
1: curse a lot. but um, yeah. So I got a really messed up story. Um, my mom married my best friend. Okay. Um, he was well. He was a little bit older. He was a couple years older. But um, when I was in eighth grade, he ended up moving in the house and really fucked me up. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's... my da- My dad's out, and my best friend's yeah. in a bed with my mom. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So then, then ninth grade, I was like, "All right, well, you know, he's punishing me. My best friend's not punishing me for leaving <laughs> a goddamn mustard yeah. out, and and uh, so I'd just go get high. Take care of everything, right? Was he trying
0: Talk. to? Was he trying to like? bring some discipline to the house? Too? Um, I, I guess
1: there was, um, you know, he was a young kid. Yeah. He was 21 years old or wow. however old, you know, he, he didn't, he did what he, he did what he had to do, you yeah. know, and, and that was it. He was, I guess he was trying to be the dad, but it didn't go over well with yeah, me. It ended up, it ended up in a huge fight. Him and I duked it out and I left the house and yeah. that was it. So, you know, I was I mean, 17.
0: Where'd you, that's 17. Well, wow. mm-hmm. where'd you end up going from there?
1: My best friend's house. I lived in his trailer. He had yeah. a little trailer on the side of the house. Plugged it in and I lived there for God, six, seven months until his yeah. mom found out and then she kicked <laughs> you to the curb. Well, she kind of told, you know, <laughs> and then I ended up watching, well, you know, she didn't want me living there. She yeah. wanted me in it because it was a party. It was, it was a huge, huge party vehicle. That's all yeah. it was. No and parental guidance. No, no, ever. he would, he would drive. He, I would drive her. He would drive to school every day. And I was still in school when I let, when I got kicked yeah. out. So when I chose to leave, but um, then I started living at my grandmother's house, and that was a disaster. Um, but I, I love my grandmother and grandfather. They helped me through my recovery and everything. Yeah. Later on in my story, that's they are a big part of my recovery. Yeah. And I miss them. They're, they're both gone, but yeah. I miss them. They were, they were near and dear to my heart. So. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, uh, it was, it was crazy, but you know, the typical drinking through high school, um, I think that was in about 12th grade when all that happened. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, then, then I had kids early, 21 years old. I had my first wow. kid. You just, uh, just went, went at it. Yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> but so, of course, all the cocaine use and yeah. co- back in the eighties, cocaine was huge. Um, you know, I, I think I did more the, and I guess the, the viewers and, and listeners can relate to this, um, who's as old as us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that uh cocaine made me drink more. drinking was my passion back yep. then. it was my go-to it was my girlfriend it was my my wife my everything it was yeah. my everything it was It was the only thing that would listen to me, yep. so you know, and yeah. viewers know that too so
0: um and what <clears throat> kind of a drinker were you? what happened when you drank?
1: I was pretty mellow yeah I, I wasn't a fighter i i I just kind of I just liked you know. Just kinda like looking at the girls yeah. and you know, that's all I was. I was just uh
0: So you're a good drinker. I was like, a good drinker, yeah. <laughs> well
1: Well, I'd say I didn't get caught doing the things I shouldn't have been yeah. doing. I remember once one time my uh I was at the at the trailer, living in a trailer, and um ended up uh the guy's house, he had a motorcycle, his brother had a motorcycle, yeah, and me and another guy took the motorcycle. Now Jersey, it's a there's helmet laws in Jersey. I never drove a motorcycle before. We jumped on it, was drunk and high yeah. and everything. Went down the hill, took a right, and we crashed. Thank yeah. God, neither one of us were hurt. I know, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. And it, we just got got up, threw the bike to the side, and went back partying again. I still don't know to this day whatever happened to that motorcycle. Wow,
0: I used to have. We used to have a kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> he um, he used to try to get on his bike and pedal, and he would never. He could never do it. But he would just spend hours, the determination, <laughs> to try to get to where it was that where he was, it was. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he would get on, maybe go like maybe a half a foot and then yeah. tip over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I see that um, on the streets in Boston yeah. all the time. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Um, like, you think, getting on a motorcycle drunk and... But we didn't care at the time. You didn't care, but, I mean, but you didn't get killed.
1: No, we didn't get killed, thank and God. I um, mean, but you hear these stories yeah. of, of all crazy stuff going on and, w- listen... There was a reason why I survived all this, right? And, you know, I get the message out, you know, through various ways, help yeah. other addicts and alcoholics, and um, you know, I guess that's why. I mean, I sometimes I'm like, well, why did I survive it? You know, yeah. I, I, I can't ask those questions anymore. I have to just thank God well, I'm here. Well,
0: yeah, you're here, mm-hmm. and you're yep. helping other people. We yeah. you know get our stories out, like we were, we were yeah. saying. Um when I did the uh Friends and Recovery podcast. Yeah, you were on it. We're, we're on doing it. our we're doing our part. We yep. you know, and I know there's a lot of people out there doing it and helping other people. Yep. So yep. Um, so you get out of high school and you meet your wife. Met my wife a at a,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I met my wife at a frat party in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Fell in love instantly, of course. Of course. And uh but um the truth be told, then she doesn't listen. But maybe she, maybe I'll get back to her. But I was actually looking at her sister. I was kind of like interested in her sister. At the yeah. Thing. This is all at one, one party, one night, you know. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Well, I'm married." And I'm like, "You're married? You're?" you're she was my age. She was yeah. younger than me. Yeah. I have two kids already. Like, Holy married shit. Married with two kids? Yeah. Wow. I think we were like twenty-one or twenty. And she goes, but I do have a twin sister. I was like, oh, yeah, that's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> and a twin sister? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I turn around, and there's Debbie. I was yeah. like, you look like her. <laughs> and you're not married and you yeah, don't have kids? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know? so, so we ended up, um, I ended up just kind of, uh, I was living at my grandmother's house, like I said. I, I was out of the trailer by then. Yeah. And um, I ended up uh, moving in with her brother probably three months later, a typical yeah. You know, typical, I have to latch onto something or somebody. Yep. And um, I was up there for a while. We were married for a little bit. We had four kids together. Wow. And, um, you know, four kids drinking and trying to maintain my cocaine habit usually didn't. Did she
0: drink too? No. 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 She was
1: pretty good as yeah. far as all that goes. Yeah. Um, but she ended up, um, w- we ended up back at my mom's house Yeah. Um, with four kids. We had no money. We were on food stamps, um, WIC, you name it. We were doing it. I was still working and trying
0: to do what I had to do, but, but you, most of your money was going to drinking and
1: drink drinking. Yeah, I, I opened up a little uh, shop in the, in the garage with my cousin. Yeah, we were out there we were supposed to be building stuff. I mean, we were both pretty good, you know, woodworkers and builders and all that. But um, but we were out there drinking most of the time. So. Yeah. We had four young kid, three young kids in in the house, and I was always out there. Yeah, we're we're building. We got a job to do. We got this to do, yeah. and um, so and so and she would come back and forth to the garage. It was a separate garage, and I, I she was like, "It's too cold out. I can't." So we end up getting this comp, this um, two way box. Yeah. Like you push the button, you talk. Yeah. So. After a while, it just she just bitched on it all night, all day long. Yeah. So I took a marker and I wrote "bitch box" across it. <laughs> oh, that didn't go over yeah. well. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> but you know, I was we were young and she was young and uh, it, it was just a it was a shit show. It was yeah. just a complete and total shit show. in with my mom, my mom is actually still married to to my to my best friend. From really? High yeah, yeah. Wow. They, they they love each other. It's great. God bless them. Um, but you know we were living there, and it just it wasn't good for yeah. for a Anybody. marriage. No, yeah. no. So I ended up uh, I, I worked at um, Home Depot at the time. I was a, a, a department manager, and you know you get some recognition. You know yeah. P- people kind of. So I was drinking, going out to the bar afterwards. And at this time, I stopped using cocaine because I just didn't have the money. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the um, the alcohol is my drug of choice. Right. So I ended up. Um, <clears throat> Meeting a, a girl there <laughs> and being married and meeting a girl. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't well, work. doesn't work, but it goes hand in hand with the alcoholism. Right, right. And uh, she found out and um, it, it went on for a while. And uh, she didn't no, she didn't find out. She, I ended up calling her because I just, you know, you have one of those mom- moments of clarity. Yeah. So I disappeared for like three days and um, I was at this girl's house, obviously. Yeah. And I ended up um, calling calling her up and telling her everything. I was like I have to get this off my chest and tell her. Yeah. So she was still living at my mom's house.
0: So that was weighing heavy on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So she ended up coming down. I was about an hour away. She yeah. ended up coming down to this girl's house with my mother. Oh <laughs> In the car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you so, know they were coming?
1: Um yeah, I I asked her to come pick me up and I asked her to take me to rehab. Okay. But that's all I knew. I I didn't know anything else. I didn't know about AA. I just knew I have a problem. There's something going on. And rehab wasn't like it is today. There's a rehab on every block. Everybody works for rehabs. It's just completely different than it was, you know, than it was way back when. So she ended up taking me back home. I ended up trying to commit suicide that night. Mm. Half-ass attempt. It was was more like- More of a reaching out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up Jim taking me to the hospital. If I drank. It was like uh, an hour drive to the hospital that we were. That we only knew where a detox was, um, and we ended up. Uh, I ended up getting in emergency room. They did an evaluation with me. Obviously, she said that I tried to commit suicide, yeah. and they put me in this nice padded room, yeah. <laughs> and uh, wouldn't let me out to yeah. go take a piss. And when you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so neither us, I was in there for a few <laughs> hours and. You know, I wet myself. And even even I, I, <laughs>
0: I've, I've visited friends in, in, um, that have meltdowns or whatever mm-hmm. in those places. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I always walk in I'm like, this is like the worst place to stick somebody. <sighs> it was horrible. Who's having like yeah. some type of a breakdown yeah, or whatever. It was, but
1: it was horrible, but yeah. it's different now. It's, yeah. it's a little bit more... You know, but it, but when it, you know, this is 25 years ago, you yep. know, the, I don't even think HIPAA was even around 25 probably years not, ago. Right? You know, I think, or maybe it was. Some version part, of it. Yeah, but it but wasn't. Not as, not as much as no, nowadays. No, yeah. no, So, so I ended up <clears throat> talking to my supervisor at work and I told him I didn't want anybody to know, but everybody probably did know, you know, yeah. this you know, the, the story. And, and he said, take off whatever you want to take off. So he told the, the boss, the, the store manager, and uh, he just said that, I used my grandmother, I said my grandmother died, so they gave me they gave me forty five days off I really? don't know where I was I yeah. mean come on so they spent forty five days over at the uh, at saint Clair's detox in um in Booton, New Jersey.
0: so you told them <laughs> that your grandmother died yeah they're probably all working on each rehab. But yeah, oh yeah', let yeah. Them believe yeah, exactly that we think that his grandmother exactly died, well so. let
1: me tell you well no, I shouldn't say that about home Depot I'll keep my comments <clears> to myself yeah. so. But, um, I used to work at Home Depot. Oh, did you really? Yeah, for
0: almost like four, four years. I was so. there
1: 12 years. Wow. Yeah, 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 and that's a breeding ground for alcoholics. Yeah, that's what uh, I was gonna say. Yeah. So you can edit this out if you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let it roll. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it was
1: it, it just wasn't a place for a sober person yeah. at the time, all those years ago. So, but that wasn't the end of the journey. I mean, you know what, I did some crazy shit in between. Got a DUI. You, you name it, I done it, and and um, but so I got. I was in the hospital for only three days. I said, I got this. I told my counselor, I got this. This is, this is, this is good. I get it. You circled some meetings. I had to go yeah. to these places. I got to stay away from whatever. And it's cool. I yeah. got it. So I missed my wife and my kids cause I had three kids at the time. Yeah. And, um, so I called her up and come pick me up. And you know, I was cleared cause my suicidal ideations were gone yeah. and I was cleared for that. And she ended up, um, coming to pick me up and, uh, I'm like, oh look, there's dad at the bar. Let's go stop by and see him. And I, and that's the bullshit, the bullshit that I that, that we lay on everybody. I said we're just gonna go in, and it was like a shot and beer type yeah. bar at the time, you know, way back when, and they had the little 35 cent beers. So I told, her, I said. The guy at the detox told me heck of have one of those little beers. He said, you know, S- stick with the little yeah. beers. The little, uh, <laughs> yeah. what
0: they call them? We used to call them little, pony? Yeah, yeah, pony yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I had one of those little ones, and, um, and needless to say, a year later, I'm back in rehab. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it just came back tenfold. So, um, but then I end up staying again. Well, no, I wasn't, I, the second time I was in for 45 days. The first time I was in for three days. And I got it. I, I The second time, I, I was just too miserable. Yeah. It, was, it was just... You know, I was 20, 28 at that time. Yeah. And
0: I, I knew there was something wrong. I mean, I knew so that, that second time in, you <clears> knew, like, um, um, I got to stop. I got to do something. I, yeah, I knew. I mean,
1: even though I was a year before I was in, but I didn't know, I didn't really, I didn't go to the AA meetings and yeah. do any of that stuff, but I, I knew there was something wrong with me. I mean, yeah. I, I just knew it. There was, there was just something wrong. I craved alcohol constantly. By that time, my, my cocaine... Like I said, I just couldn't afford couldn't yeah. afford it at that point. But um, I just craved it constantly. I couldn't stop thinking of it. And I said, I need some help. So I, I remembered the detox. She took me back to the detox. Um, I, uh, I, I go to the detox. I get out 45 days later, the second time around. I go back to my mother's house. 45 days, she must have threw all my clothes on the front lawn, all my shit was out. I had no place to go. She had a restraining order against Who threw me. Stuff out, your, my wife. Your wife, yeah. yeah. And my mom wouldn't let me back in the house. Nobody. So I'd pick up all these clothes. Um, and I had long hair. I had a beard. It was like I was a completely different guy than what you see here. Yeah. But, uh, but I wish we had some of those pictures. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I think I might have one. I can I can no. send. It's a crazy picture. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know. And, and in, it, along the way, I have a bunch of tattoos. It was another addiction. I enjoy tattoos now. Yeah. But way back when, you had to be either a dirt bag or a biker way back. Yeah, there was life. another, yeah, everybody has them now, yeah, Everybody's a yeah, different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my, all my, Oh, all that's my kids Yeah. There's yeah. some type of, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I had, think. my first tattoo I got when I was 16 in high school. Yeah. I was, and my girlfriend was 18, she signed for it. And, you know, it's just stupid shit you do. Yeah. So, you know, but, um, you know, I, I got out. I had no place to go. So, of course, I go knocking on my grandmother's door three years later or for five, ten years later, whatever it was. And I, I said, Nat, I need a place to stay." You got three weeks. That's that it, when it. she
0: opened the door, you said, "That's I need a place to stay." Yeah, well, I thought for sure you would have said,
1: "You're alive!" <laughs> You're she might have. She might have. <laughs> I don't remember those days too <laughs> clearly, but kind of winging it here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but she took me in. And she said, "You yeah, only have three weeks." I do remember her saying, "You yeah, have you only have three weeks." Um, needless to say, I. I Three weeks wouldn't have done it. Um, yeah. It was three years later. I'll go into that a little bit more. But she was a very supportive of my recovery. My grandfather, they, they they would have kicked my ass if I drank. I think that scared me more than anything, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, to stay sober.
0: So there was uh, there was some accountability on. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they were saying, like, and they <clears throat> held you to it. They did. They yeah. did.
1: But also, I, my first year recovery, about a year and a half, I wanted my wife back i wanted yeah. my kids back you know we, we want that familiarity back right. and and uh you know i would go to this and i tell this story all the time i go to the, I, I went to this meeting um in south river new jersey tuesday night fog lifters and uh i would go to the beginners meeting and it would you it to start off in the bingo hall when we smoked cigarettes oh and yeah all that. Drank coffee so, yeah drank yeah. coffee and i was the ashtray guy and all that <sighs> but it broke off into a beginner's meeting and i always went downstairs to the beginners meeting. And um, a year of me, you know, a year of every week, me coming in saying, I want Debbie back. I want her back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So finally said the same thing. And it was an old timer. And he goes, Ed, shut the fuck up. You get her back, you're going to get everything you worked so hard to, to get back. Yeah. So now you got to understand, my wife had a restraining order against me, wouldn't let me see my kids. Yeah. I was in supervised visitation. I was seeing them for almost two and a half years to see my kids in an office building that i to pay $100 a week for an hour to go see them um it she really put the screws to me yeah I, I shouldn't say she did i mean i created it for her yeah and i want
0: to i want to since you mentioned <clears throat> that i'd like to um, ask you so mm-hmm. how did that uh, factor into your recovery because that's got to be really difficult and i think that's a lot more common mm-hmm. for people um when they're in recovery and they're stealing they're trying to deal with a broken relationship mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kids yeah <clears throat> it, what, i mean how did that affect you like
1: it, it was tough to stay, I, it was tough to stay sober at that point. Um, it wasn't not that I would have wanted to drink, but I surrounded myself with AA. Yep. I went to meetings. I went to three meetings on Sunday, two on, um, on Saturday. I did therapy, counseling, men's groups. Um, got involved with whatever I could just to hang on to that, that program because every Friday at one o'clock I'd have to drive to Precipity, New Jersey yeah. from Cerebral an hour drive. <laughs> I'd cry all the way up there, see my kids, and then cry all the way back yeah. home. And when I went back home, there was a, a Step Beyond Club, a, a sober club, yeah. and I would go in there and I would, I would cry myself to sleep on the couch. Yeah. And Tony, he was, he, was the, he was like the caretaker there. I would wake up, and he would have a veal Parmesan and linguini laying on the on the thing for me. He knew I was I was spent. It was yeah. it was a, it was a tough thing. So my favorite meal is linguine with a, you know, a veal Parm <laughs> yeah. and linguini. So you know those days where you, you, I had to just grab onto whatever I could because yeah. I knew I didn't want to drink, but I also.
0: No. you know how do I were get my feeling yeah like you oh yeah, really well, yeah the, was,
1: that was my go-to that yeah. was
0: what took care of me you the know? guilt the shame yeah 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 so those <laughs> things really kind of kept you hanging on right I mean oh, as yeah. far as well, from yeah, turning the, to the, the
1: booze the program did like yeah.
0: completely immersing yourself into yep. these programs Absolutely. whatever it was sponsors that
1: you do. everything yeah and I, st- I was working at Home Depot <clears> for a while and God God was looking out for me so this one guy kind of he was the um, what they call it, like the security, but um, loss prevention. I oh, remember loss, loss prevention, prevention, yeah. So he was a loss prevention guy. And him and I kind of hit it off. And then just, I guess, out of the blue one day, I, I said something, I'm in recovery, and he was too. Okay. And he, was, he ended up being my sponsor. So now when I'm at work, I got an office to go to. I got yeah. a guy to talk to. My sponsor's right at work and so immerse myself in the program. I go to a meeting right after work. I mean, my life was, re- for five years, I was revolving
0: around recovery. Well, just thinking as you were, as you've been talking is like <clears throat> it's amazing all along the way there were those little things. Mm-hmm. You know, even in all the bad stuff that's happening, yeah. right? Yeah. There's goodness. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, there's the uh, linguini <laughs> <with> the veal. <laughs> yeah, you oh, know, yeah, somebody yeah. that was there that recognized yeah. that yeah. you that you needed oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean again like Home Depot lost prevention. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I'm in recovery too. Yeah. Why? Your grandparents. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess I would just say, like, <clears throat> if you're in that situation, and I'm, I'm sure you would agree, mm-hmm. um, keep your eyes open for those good things those that are there, because they are there. Yeah. Sometimes you can't see them because you're everything's gone to shit. Yeah, exactly. But they're there, so recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely yeah so um, so now you're doing the recovery and everything yeah yeah
1: Um, you know it was it was a the the best thing that ever happened to me in recovery was um, you know when you're when you're early recovery you you can't remember shit it's I I couldn't you know I had a lot of stuff going on I was getting divorced um, you know the kids the supervised visitation every it was just crazy so I would have such a hard time with the Serenity Prayer. I grew up in Catholic school, so I knew the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. That was easy. I could do it at my sleep. Yeah. But the Serenity Prayer, like, God, give me whack, or give me <laughs> something, or <laughs> yeah. you know, cure me. You know. But so I would share at the meeting. I, w- I shared at one meeting at the Step Beyond Club, and um, it was a winter. It was in a winter time, and um, put my jacket and I stuck my hand in my pocket, pull this piece of paper. What the fuck? It's the Serenity Prayer. Yeah. I was like, I didn't see anybody. I don't know if God put it in there, yeah, <laughs> or somebody must have just listened and said, you know, I'm going to stick in. it. But yeah. how did they know it was my jacket? Yeah, another God. little good thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 think I still even have that to yeah. this day. It's, 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 it's in my, in my big book. But I, I was, I was amazed that somebody just took. Just listen to me. I mean, yeah. nobody listens to me, yeah. you know, because I had spewed bullshit all the time, yeah. you know, or if I was talking to, you, I was fucking lying or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, way back when, yeah. but now this now this recovery thing, people are listening, you yeah. know, and people like you and people like you know yeah. our, our our fellow our fellow AA people, you know. So
0: you know the Serenity Prayer. Now.
1: I do. <laughs> I <laughs> use it awesome. quite often too. Yeah, and <laughs> this, you have to.
0: You can't you stop. Do. No, you, so, you gotta. So now, was there a turning point for you, like like almost that light at the end of the tunnel? So you, you, you're getting divorced. I'm sure, obviously, um, you know. Uh, how were the kids as far as? Um,
1: well, the kids,
0: the, I
1: did, you know, there was no, like, okay, this was my turning point. My The turning point in my life was stopping drinking. It yeah. really was. But, uh, you know, these, these different hurdles that you... You kind of jump yeah. slow, little kind of things. The kids are the kids are great. I have um, I have five kids. Yeah. Um, I have six grandkids uh, and wow. one on the way. So I'm blessed. Yeah. They're all really good, hardworking kids, um, and and I'm just blessed with them. And uh, you know they got dealt some shit in their life too. Yeah. Um, you know uh, I got. I got clean, and I'm not speaking for anybody else, but they ended up seeing a lot of shit in their life that they shouldn't see. Um, One thing I never did was I never spoke bad. If if there's any advice I can give anybody out there, if you're getting divorced and you have kids, do not talk about your spouse or your wife or your husband to your children. You can mouth off all you want to your sponsor, (laughs) but I'm telling you that's one thing I would never tolerate or never do. Even my grandmother would talk bad about her. I'm like, nope, stop it. Cut it out. As much as I wanted to, you know. Why do
0: you think that is? Like I and I one hundred percent agree with you yep. when I talk to people sometimes that are going through that. I'm like, no matter what you do, never ever badmouth nope. Nope. Um, the other parent. No. It just no, no matter what I, I tell people, anything. call me. Yeah. You can badmouth them to me. Yep. yep. Um, Absolutely. and I'll badmouth mine. <laughs> I won't because I love her. She's a sweetheart, but I, you know, I, uh, but, but you need, you do need that. And, but yeah. I, I mean, and, and why do you think that was so important to you? And why do you think it's important for um, other
1: people? Well, because of the program, what the program told me, it was yeah. only a short time I was in a program that I learned all this. I mean, you know, you have to change your life completely once you're in this program. Um, like I said, I had long hair and beard. Yeah. My, my sponsor at the time said, get rid of it all. Well, I didn't go this extreme, but yeah. but I got rid of the beard, cut my hair really short. Um, I changed everything. Yeah, I, those clothes that were spewed all over my lawn, threw them all out. Bought new clothes because I didn't need um, Jethro Tull uh, yeah. um, concert shirts or you know a big marijuana shirt or a big fuck you yeah. on uh, you know with a finger. On. I didn't <laughs> need that. That's not who I was now. Right. You know what I mean? So I, so I kind of
0: out with the old.
1: And yeah, yeah. I changed when, when they told me to change everything, Bill. I changed everything yeah. you name it I change it I did not want that life anymore it, it, I was desperate not to be in that yeah. life but I knew there was I knew the disease was knocking on the door, and I knew there was a, there might have been a foot in in the past because it was comfortable. Yeah. And I was fighting this way, yeah. and that disease was pulling me that way. You know. It's
0: familiar, the past, yep. and, and like you said, and it's yeah. comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is kind of it, I could see where it'd be scary. Yes. To do that. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. But
0: but for you, it 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 worked. Yeah. It, it did. Yeah. It did absolutely. Um, so.
1: But, but, you know, that was, you know, you know, I, I, the, the drunk the log is good, but I always like to say all the good things in life because yeah. the program bought me good things. That's what it bought me. Uh, and I'm not talking about monetary. I'm talking about me. It bought yeah. me back. I mean, it, 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 it bought who I am. It bought my spirituality. I get on my knees and pray every day. I thank God for what I have. I love my kids dearly. I love my wife dearly. Um, I, 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 I just, you know it's just an amazing life today that's what yeah. it bought me and if if i got nothing else in this well i'm a hard worker um, you know so so I do, I do good as far as that goes, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the program. Right. And anybody out there suffering and sick, now this is all those years later. Right. But, you know, if you're, you're at the beginning <laughs> stage, you can never see that, you right. know, I remember, and, and how, let how true is this? When, you, when you got 90 days, like, oh my God, 90 days. And then somebody next to you goes, well, I got five years. I'm like, how the hell did you get five years? Yeah. That's impossible.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. And, and so, um, you did the steps. Any particular step hard for you?
1: No, I, I had a, I had a, uh, th- the guy in Home Depot. He ended up um, just kind of work. He was very spiritual. Yeah, um, he was he was a really really good guy. I mean, really, his name was Sean Lennon. Believe it or oh, not. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I'm a big Beatles fan. I'm a huge Sean <laughs> Lennon fan too. So, no relation so, was, though. No, yeah. no, no relation. Yeah. but um, but uh, he ended up. Um, I, you know, he ended, th- This was a sad part of, of my recovery um, he taught me a lot. He, yeah. he, he was actually the one said, do not badmouth your wife. Do not yeah. say, and he drove it into me. He was, he was kind of an AA Nazi. Um, okay, but he, ended I know up, them. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I so my sponsor now is an AA Nazi. Yeah. I love them. I love, I love <laughs> the <laughs> AA <laughs> Nazis. I need it. Yeah. I need somebody to kick my ass, you know, yep. I need that. So, um, I ended up, um, you know, he ended up calling me in his office one day and said, I can't sponsor you anymore. I go, well, what are you leaving? Or, he said, no, he said, I started drinking. He said wow. heroin was my drug of choice, and I don't have a problem with alcohol. And thank God he did that because yeah. you know he could have, you know, I don't know where he's at today. I don't know whatever happened yeah. to him. Um, but I didn't need that. And he told me that it'd be better if we didn't associate with each other, which is great. I mean, yeah. he, was, he was real honest about it. And but I learned a lot. And 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 you know this if it, in your life you have to take things and move on to the next level, right. learn from that level, move on to the next grow and, mature exactly. Yeah. So and that's what I did. So. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's just interesting that um, you know he that he he drank. I, to me, like, and this and then this is just, just me. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. No way. No. Nah, nope. Know, nope. Um, Have a hard time taking aspirins. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really take a lot of medication either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And I had diverticulitis for a long time, and um, I refused to take the pain meds. Wow. wow. But then it gets to a point over the years where I end up taking them, but yep. I, you know, I was very conscious, so. Yes. Well, I ended up taking up, them properly. Yeah,
1: about 15 is... years into my recovery, I ended up um, breaking my collarbone. Yeah. And um, I cracked it in half, and I was in this little hospital up in Ball Harbor, Maine, and they wanted to operate. I was like, no, The yeah. hosp- this room was bigger than their hospital. I was like, no way. So they wanted to give me morphine and all that, and yeah. I said, no, I can't do it. I mean, it was a lot of pain. Yeah, I so, can imagine. So they end up trying some non-narcotic drugs, and they said, the morphine has to. I said I, I have to call my sponsor. So I called my sponsor, and he's like, "What are you fucked up?" Yeah. He goes, "You what? And you're not taking the yeah. morphine?" He said, "You got to do that." So he gave me his blessing for that. Yeah. And then, then when the pills came, and this is good for anybody who may, you know, it might might come across this, um, I was taking Valium and um, and some kind of Oxys at the time. Yeah. So the Valium was to stop all the um, the spasms that were going yep. on. And the oxy's obviously for the pain, but every time I took one, I called them. I wrote it down. Yeah, it was put away. I had nothing to do with it. And after about a week, I was like, "All right, this is enough of this yeah. stuff." Yeah, And I had to detox myself from the from the valium for a, it was. I slept <clears up throat> on a couch for about a weekend, and I just started taking the the tylenol the, the tylenol motion yeah. or whatever. That was fine. It yeah. hurt like a bitch, but I was fine. So yeah, you know.
0: But I, I, I think that's pretty common too for people um, that struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm. Like once. They begin to get clean. Yep. they really don't want anything to no. do with anything. No, and and I get it, and I understand. But maybe in those situations where you do need to take it and mm-hmm. have somebody that you trust, yep. give yep. them to you. Yep, you know. That's and exactly I think you only happened. need them for like a few days, really, That's and then you can was. go yeah. to Thailand yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, it worked uh, well. <coughs> it, and,
1: and it was a pretty. It was broken in five spots, and it was. It, it didn't come out, but it was. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So you know, yeah. but I just I there was no there was no and I keep looking at that life that I used to live in and whatever, whatever I choose, you know, I don't want to go back to that life. Right. You know, that was a yeah. horrible, horrible life. You know, don't get me wrong. There was fun times when we were drinking, yeah, but it got black and dark yeah. at the end. And and I'm not going to go back and, you know, go hang out in the pits and drink beer in the back of the pickup truck. That's not the kind of, that's not what's going to happen. I'm going to go and it's going to get really bad, really fast and go downhill yeah. and I'll probably end up dying. Yeah.
0: You know, that's you why won't. I don't want to go back. Yeah now today i'm i'm here yeah. that's
1: it and i work i work my program and
0: so now you work the program but now you work for let's talk about um mm-hmm. the work that you do now yeah so you work for the genesis I work House. for genesis House, it's based yeah. out of um florida florida yeah. and how we met mm-hmm. was through um the eap doc officers yes. so Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. for people that are just kind of tuning in i am a uh, correction officer and i'm also one of the uh, eap officers so anybody any employees in the department that gets themselves into trouble um, i will um, connect up with them and yep. get them the resources that we need and sometimes we have to send people out mm-hmm. to treatment programs and uh, for us um, we especially when it comes to officers we need to send them to some type of first responder yep. program yep. Um, we can't just send them anywhere mm-hmm. um and so that's how we ended up connecting yes. up um talk to um the EAP officers there, and they said, oh, we've got to talk to Ed, and yeah. so one thing led to another. Um, so you, uh, talk a little bit about the Genesis House and yeah. the, the yeah. programs that you have.
1: Well, uh, Genesis House, we're, uh, we're a, a very small facility. We're 26 yeah. beds. We're not big. We're very, um, I, I like to call it like a boutique-y type yeah. facility. Um, we're we're a 30- to 90-day program, and we do have a first responders track. We have a Christian track also. Um, so we do a little bit of everything down there. Um, What's
0: the Christian Christian. Christian
1: truth. track. It's basically a faith-based kind of um, treatment program. Treatment. Yeah. yeah. And that's, again, that's just the track. If You can be an atheist and come to us. You can be yeah. an agnostic come to us and believe. Whatever it is, you can, you know. So how do
0: you, uh, f- well, obviously we know first responders. Yep. We know where we're sending them. Exactly. Out. But how do you um, determine uh, some somebody for it? W- would it be something that they specifically would ask they for?
1: Can, they can, sometimes they ask yeah. for it. Uh, other times, you know, um, you know, when 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 we're in that position, going to rehab or or you know whatever the case may be, for me it was there's no God. God wouldn't right. do this to me. You Very know what common. I mean? But but when I was in rehab, I started learning that you know it it, it it's it's okay. There is a God, and start yeah. believing. And and I do pray every every morning. I get up, I get on my knees, and thank God for what I got. Um, but you know, some people get that kind of uh, a, yeah. awakening in in rehab, and they want that a little bit more um and it's not just christian it's more spiritual too yeah so there's a there's a big difference and in yeah. our podcast you know we do the right we do a show of uh, religious versus spiritual and, yep. and if, you, if you scroll through i was see. listening to yeah. what you guys were talking yeah. about yeah. Yeah. And that yeah that you know that kind of tells a lot too but um because people think that a spiritual program is is a is a religious program and it's not right you know
0: well we we and i the podcast that i was on we did talk about that oh, we yeah. talked about like remember i was telling you my father needed to do his meeting yep. every week yep. um, because it grounded him and it got him That's into right. a, a, right. a yeah. solid um, um, foundation for the week because mm-hmm. people don't realize like five, six days can really beat you down. Mm-hmm. Life oh, yeah. can beat you down <laughs> yeah. in a very short amount of time. <laughs> and what I realized for him was he'd go to AA and the next day he's a totally different person. Oh, and yeah. So whether it be AA, NA, mm-hmm. whatever it is, so for me, Church, mm-hmm. uh, that's my spiritual yep. thing, and that's yep. kind of where I connect in, yep. and I get grounded for yep. that certain amount of time. Yeah, so absolutely. I think um, don't write one off. You know, if it's yeah. not for you, it's not for you. Okay, but yeah, yeah. but be open minded yeah. to it. You know? See, my
1: thing with church, first of all, my mother ended up turning into this. I don't want to say holy. I don't know if the holy roller is the right word, but holy kind roller of, is cool. Okay, all like right. It. So it's too much for me, and and always pushing God. God wants you to do yeah. this. God. I know he does, but that's my belief, right. not yours. I would never push it on you. You should be in church, you should be doing this. Why aren't you going? It's just not for me. I don't I don't buy it. I, yeah. I if I had to wait till Sunday to go see God, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Okay. I do a lot of running, so when I'm out there running I talk to God. That's my kind of and I get out on Sundays. I'm usually running ten miles on a Sunday. Right. Listen, you try to run ten miles without God and
0: you ain't yeah. getting
1: through it, I can tell you that, yeah. you know. So Well, I think it's
0: amazing, like, um, Yeah, like you said, you don't have to wait. You can connect in to your higher... That's the whole higher power thing. People, I'm out on the water um, or I'm hiking or I'm something and and I'm connecting into something deeper exactly, greater. And, you know, I just have to say this because you mentioned your mother and Holy Roller Uh and pushing God and everything. And when I was in construction... Uh, a, a buddy of mine was like, you know what, man, if that guy don't shut up, I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> all he keeps saying is, hey hey, 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 He goes, this is your problem, this is your problem. And I was thinking, holy roll, you know, you got some AA Nazis and they yeah. push it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I explained to him at the time, I was like, well, see, I said, listen, first of all, understand something. His intentions are good. Yes. Uh, as crazy as it makes they you. They are, yes. He was in one place at one time. Yeah. Yep. And now he's in a much better place. Exactly. He's married. He has a family. Yeah. And, and, and AA worked for him. Yeah. And yeah. so, and you And you know, want
1: everybody to know about something and you, great. Yeah. When it's something great, I know, you want people I know. to know. I, and uh, that's a good point. I never thought about it that yeah. way when my mother does that. I don't yell at I don't say yeah. anything to her. I listen to her. She sends me, well, years ago when it was tapes. she would send me tapes. Of, yeah. And I'd I li- I'd listen just to say I listened.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't for me. Yeah. That wasn't
1: my thing. Right. You know what I mean? That's her thing. And... Um, and that's, that's kind of what the Christian program is. Yeah. So we'll tailor. Again, we're very small. And, and when you come to us, to Genesis House, I don't want to make this a commercial for Genesis yeah. House, but I, I, we've been around for, th- I've been there 15 years, you, other yeah. 30 years. Um, but when you come to us, it's, it's tailor-made to exactly who comes right. in. You know, so you're different than, than me. Right. I'm not going to throw you through a cookie-cutter program because it worked for me. We're going to figure out what you want. We're going to give you a psyche. We're going to do everything we need to figure out yeah. who, what you need and then figure out what Bobby needs and Sally and Tommy and give them a kind of a, a specific program. Wow. So. 30 years, huh? Oh, yeah, I know, 30 years, and it's, it's it's just an amazing program. Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed. My Me and my wife work for Genesis House.
0: And how did you end up connecting into Genesis House? <laughs>
1: um my son went there oh we did <laughs> yeah we so
0: did.
1: <laughs> that's how because I didn't want him going where I was at yeah and where I was working I was working for another treatment center and I just didn't want him going there because it just I'm thinking to myself like he's gonna come here it's gonna be five days yeah. and he's gonna be out so somebody said well there's a place called Genesis I said all right well it worked for you no my he said his daughter went well, that's cool I said yeah you know just get give me he goes it's in Florida I'm like Florida I'm like Are you out of your yeah. mind send my kid to Florida that's too far and he said Ed it's not about you it's yeah. about your son getting the best treatment what's best for him right. And he gave me the, the pros and cons of being down in Florida and he went down um, he was there for 45 days that's when we were taking adolescence we don't work with adolescents yeah. anymore but um, he he got out and about 60 days after me and my wife quit our job where we were working at, and we ended up going wow. down and working for Genesis. I was just so impressed with what they did yeah. with my son. And, and he's
0: just still doing good to the He's Yeah,
1: he's actually working in the same field that that I work yeah. in. He does the same thing.
0: Which is very common. Yeah. You yeah. know? When, yeah. And, and, and needed. <laughs> yes.
1: You yep. know, when people Absolutely. people
0: need you know yep. to relate to people that have been there and done
1: Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yep. you know? yeah. That's fantastic. Yep. So it's a passion of mine. Yeah. It's, my job isn't a job. When right. I go to work it's not a job. It's 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 a passion. And you know, I would I, I, I would never retire, I don't think, because yeah. I love doing I meet great people like you. I meet great right. people all over the country yeah. that we talk about recovery. My job is to go out to talk to people and better my recovery. Yeah. That's what it's about. Here we are, I'm talking I'm better in my recovery right. tonight,
0: you know. So so how do you handle um, the ones that you, you you can't get to? You know, you've you've helped and they keep falling back and keep falling back.
1: Um, you well because you know, that's frustrating. It is and frustrating. But they're on their own journey. That's yeah. how we have to look at it. And one thing I'll never do is work harder than somebody else right. for their recovery. And explain I, that real quick just so people understand. <laughs> well, if I if I'm putting more into it and trying to convince you and talk to you, I'm not gonna hard sell you about treatment. Yeah. If you if you listen to my story and I tell you everything that that's what's going on in my life, tell you a little bit about Genesis House or just the AA program in, in general, and it's it's not for you and you think your life is good the way it's going. Yeah. That's it. You yeah. know, of course, I'll try to help them because it, yeah. it is the right way to go. Yeah. But once, once I'm starting to kind of beg and plead, I'm not. I'm yeah. done. It, you,
0: you can't. You can't. It doesn't no, work no. like that.
1: Not every, everybody's not blessed like that. Right. Everybody out there. Even some folks are listening. They may understand it, but they may not get it. You right. know, on our podcast, too. You know, people
0: always say, well, how do you get it? You have to want it, you know? yeah, You have to want it. And it's, it's sad, too, because, I I mean, I do know people that they are still struggling to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, you, you know, there really is a better life for you. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, yeah. you just have to wait yeah. until oh, yeah. you want yeah. it.
1: Some people, I'll say if you know people that want to get are trying to get in treatment or, or, or making a good show for their loved one or whatever yeah. i'll tell them if if you call me we talk about recovery we talk about wh- wh- which way you're going to go don't tell, don't talk about this that and the yeah. other thing i said if we're going to talk about recovery yes if not then i i, I just can't get into it anymore yeah. you know yeah. I, i'm not going to sit there i'll sit there and listen to them i'll understand them but when it gets a little too over the top then
0: they have to uh, about all the things that they're doing yeah, right? yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah I didn't drink today I'm like yeah. oh did you go to me? no didn't go to a meeting did you go to no it, you know it's the same old same yeah, yeah. old and and uh you know, it's just as much as you want to help him, you want to drag him into rehab. It just doesn't work. You know. <laughs> you just made
0: me think of my father. <laughs> always say, "Don't tell me what you're doing. Show yeah. me." Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. And so, exactly. so um, all right. So you you working at Genesis house. You've yeah. been there for a while. You and your wife. Yeah. And now you do these uh, podcasts. How did you get into the podcast? Uh, and how <laughs> did you meet um, the, pod the father. Podfather Mike, who we were hoping he would be here today, I know, but he I had know. to go to a meeting. He did. He uh, did.
1: Yes. Yeah. He yeah. he works in the field, so he he had a he had to go in a meeting. But um, so Mike is a um, a police officer, as you yeah. know, and he was the EAP like yep. you for Lowell, the Lowell, 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 uh, yeah. the city of Lowell, and he had he was the police. You know, he worked yeah. with the police officers. So him and I for ten years um, were going to this place smoking cigars. And um, yeah, so we smoke cigars <laughs> exactly. on our show. By the way, so that's right. If you tune in, you, you'll <laughs> so, see us smoking cigars. I think we smoked throughout that day. That uh, was fine.
0: <laughs> I hung tough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> so. told I can't bring cigars here, so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so this feel is a little Smoke-free zone. Feel <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> so, funny
1: not uh, having a cigar. There's the
0: podfather right there. That's the and podfather. Melissa, Melissa, yep, and that's um, Sweet. That's Sweets. Yeah, we don't see Sweet's face. We, we don't keep see. It. Yes, that's we it. You get to see his back. But you know what I could have brought today, and I wasn't even thinking, was like. The bubblegum cigars. <laughs> yeah. I should have brought a I couple of bubble it cigars. Cigars. I could have had in my hand. I could have
1: held it in my hand like the pen. <laughs> Maybe you pick it up and you go. Yeah, yeah and and it the, would blow it out. And yeah, the yeah, powdered exactly. sugar would blow yeah, out. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. so you met Mike. So I met and, Mike. Uh, we go. we went to a cigar shop yeah. in um, in New Hampshire. And uh, that's his thing. You know, some some people you take out to lunch in this field, some yep. people you have a cup of coffee with yeah. other people you meet in our office. Mike just wants to have a cigar. That's all yeah. he wanted to do. Ten years we're having a cigar. And then um, about two years ago he goes, You wanna go upstairs? I'm like, what are you talking about? Go upstairs. I'm like, you got your gun? I'm like, You're not taking me upstairs and do me in, <laughs> yeah. are you? So um, no, he goes, There's a podcast studio upstairs. I'm like, what the hell is a podcast studio? Yeah. So we go upstairs and it's this gorgeous studio twenty-one in 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 New Hampshire, above the cigar lounge. Um, we were there for almost two years doing podcasts, and I think that's not the studio no, that's there's the another line. picture. That's our new studio. Yeah. Um that yeah, studio there was actually built for us, there, yeah. um, And you know, Sweet's built that studio for us, but um, but it's it's a gorgeous it's a gorgeous uh, studio. Um, but we ended up, Sweet's was a friend of mine for about ten years, and he's he he kind of produces both of our shows now. We yeah. have. Um, Friends in Recovery. That's the uh, studio, right? That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like ESPN. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a beautiful studio. I actually
0: cropped that a little bit, and there's the cigars. <laughs> there there's there's cigars, are cigars. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we we um, what sweets? The reason why we wanted to go with sweets was. Um, he adds a little bit to it because yeah. he's in recovery himself, as yep. you know, and if your listeners, you know, tune in. Yeah. Um, but he adds, he adds a lot. He adds a lot into it. He's, he's a really good down earth guy. He's got uh, great yeah. insight. He does. Yeah. He does. We're, we're very blessed. So that was one of the reasons why we went with him. We thank Studio 21. We love those guys over yeah. there. Um, they taught us a lot about podcasting. But that's how, how the podcast came about. We were smoking cigars, and we ended up. Um, and isn't
0: that funny? There was a um, a studio upstairs above the cigar. It was so crazy. Plate. Yeah. Sounds like a setup to me. <laughs> I know. So we'll I know. have to address that to the, pod <laughs> we talk to the, the podfather. We talked to the podfather about it. Yeah. So you yeah. have the um, now you have answering the answering call. The so call. you have two podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Friends in recovery, and answering the yep. call. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, so it's under a friends in recovery group. Our group is called friends in recovery. Yeah. That's what we do. And there's meetings. I'll, I'll, I'll explain the meetings too. But um, but answering the call, first responders podcast is about um, first responders wellness yeah. as you've been on the show. Um, so we talk a little bit about everything, suicide, um, we, body cameras we just spoke about. Yeah. Um, you name it, you know, I give the, me and sweets give the, uh, the, the, I guess the, the civilian end of things and you know, what we might see from the civilian yeah. side and Mike, the podfather ends up talking cause he has experience. Right. He was a cop for 35 years. So from years.
0: the uh, civilian, um, Point of view, is it usually your head's turned this way? I'm <laughs> usually doing Godfather's yeah. coming in yeah. straight. And <laughs> you're looking. He you never know. caught me. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. No,
1: I, I just, for some reason, I really, because of our, um, I started the first responders track down at yeah. Genesis House, and I really kind of gravitated towards the first responders. I don't know why, I just, it, it was just something near and dear to my heart. I guess um, just being in recovery and understanding what they do and yep. understanding. All the challenges in their lives and the right. mental health issues and the suicide problems and and you know um, they they have to just turn it off when they go home and it's
0: it's almost well, you know It's not Yeah,
1: I mean you're gonna go home and tell your wife I, I just cut some guy down today
0: or yeah, or I yeah. just seen somebody get you know yeah. stat you're not gonna go home and tell her that so you leave it right and then it builds up and if it affects you and, you know, and it, and it's not like um, if you share that at work, people yeah. say, man up.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's not
0: that they're not saying it to be uh, mean in any sh- way, shape, or form. It's yeah. just a coping mechanism yeah. that we have to uh, uh, utilize mm-hmm. to um, to thrive yeah. in that environment. Yeah, exactly. And, but it takes a toll. It does. It's called and the like drop said, in the bucket.
1: Yeah. And every drop in the bucket, it keeps building up, and that bucket overflows. Yeah. And they end up either coming to you or, uh, you know,
0: they come to me, but I'm seeing the same <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> They'll see it. I know, <laughs> you know, I know, I know. Well, you're, you're equipped a little bit better to deal with. it. Well, I, I have
0: a better understanding yeah, now, yeah. and I, I have resources. You don't have to keep it in, you know. And I was thinking about this when I was driving over today. Um... You know, as time goes on and people get educated, uh, even in recovery, like the whole recovery field has totally changed. It's mm-hmm. gone from just an AA meeting now to like you have recovery gems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, sober bars. Sober bars. As a yeah. matter of fact, January is dry month. Uh, yes. And yep. I saw her yep. on like uh, Good Morning America or something mm-hmm. that yep. – um, 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 there's a whole period of sobriety that people are doing.
1: Yeah, people want to stay sober even if they don't yeah. have a problem. They, they want to like get, they want to, sober is cool now.
0: It's, it's becoming yeah. cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so we were cool we, ones. We are cool. <laughs> I know, uh, we've I been know. doing it for, I've been doing it for 32 years. <laughs> I
1: know. I 32 know. years of coolness? Yeah, what do you have yeah. for your time? 20, 25. 25. Yeah, I'm coming up on 26 yeah. this year, but. I don't have it yet. Yeah. It's twenty-five. <laughs> no, no, but you
0: know what? Every day is just a complete blessing, yeah, and I wouldn't yeah. change anything. Nope, and nope. Uh, and and now, uh, but we're going to be wrapping this up soon. So, mm-hmm. um, as we were coming in, you said you had a, a third podcast. Yeah, well, do you want to mention that, or you want to hold off?
1: It's not up and running yet, but <sighs> if you can look forward, It's well, um, we have we have two now. First ones. Friends in, Recovery, Friends in Recovery, the yep. Addiction Podcast, yep. that's on Facebook. Then you want to look for um, Answering the Call, mm-hmm. um, the Addiction uh, – no, I'm sorry. Friend, uh, Answering the Call, it's a little <laughs> yeah. I've been going all day. Yeah. So Answering the Call, the First Responders Podcast. Um, Sweets and I, you, you'll see him on yeah. camera on this one, believe okay. it or not. All right. um, we're, we're doing um, – it's a Friends in Recovery production, but we're doing um, parenting – in recovery, because him and I, and yeah, him and I were yeah. single dads at one point, yep. um, and and we we through recovery. So
0: and you know what? That's funny because that falls right in like what we were talking about um, mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and not bad mouthing the spouse, nope. and and there's so many people that are doing this now, yep. and that's a whole another added layer of emotions oh, yeah. that yeah. just go up and down yeah. and can literally take you off point oh yeah oh, at the yeah. snap Absolutely. of a finger yeah yeah um
1: yeah.
0: especially yeah. if like the spouse isn't working with you oh. and everything so yeah. that 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 would be a great yeah podcast.
1: yeah so we we got a couple a couple in <sighs> kind of in production right now um and and just look for if you if you yeah. google friends in recovery you'll be able or, or uh, youtube whatever however you i'm not a Internet guys. Yeah. So, however, you look for your That's for Sweet's podcast.
0: Does the Sweet's, who, who, um, so wait. Sweet's
1: podcast studio does our podcast. Yep. Okay. Um, but, and, and he'll, he's going to come on, he, you know, he'll come on to that show, but, um, but he's in recovery. He, he just wants to give yeah. back and, and
0: that's how he's giving that's back. That's Sweet's way of giving back. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. Because yeah. I, I know somewhere I was looking, maybe I saw like 12,000 downloads yeah. on one of the episodes. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. And that was well, a, he has
1: a couple. Um, you mind if I plug his episode? Yeah, no, go still? right ahead. He has Collateral Damage. That's it's another podcast. Okay. He has he he gets really good guests to have insight on recovery. Mm-hmm. They're professionals in the field. Him and Ma- Maureen Cavanaugh. They do this podcast called um, Collateral Damage. It's it's a, one of my favorites. Yeah. So it's 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 one of, one that you have to watch too. It's collateral so, Damage. Collateral Damage. And yeah, and yeah.
0: so those <laughs> can be found on obviously YouTube. YouTube, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, all your podcast catchers, uh, all of them. Yep, yep. Podbean, Podbean, iTunes, yep, all that stuff. All of us. So yeah, yeah um, you can Stitcher, find all those. You name it, whatever. Podcasts they are. are huge. Now. I know, I know. Some really good ones. I too know.
1: And you know <coughs> if, if you, I, I know we have to run here, but um, it gives us a platform. You know what I mean? We didn't have to go to school for You and I went to enough of school, what we went through. You know, all our hard knocks and everything we went through. And we have some good information that we can give out. If you listen to our podcasts, your podcast, I love your podcasts. I listen to them all the time. There's really good information. If we didn't have podcasts, this information wouldn't be getting out there, you know? And I know we're not... You know, it, it's not, we didn't go to school for it. It's not, you know, it, we're not Howard Stern on the radio right. or yeah, whatever. yeah, you don't have to be. But, you know, you don't have to be. This is good information that these people will get, you know. You could I mean?
0: have been Howard Stern if you kept your hair long in your <laughs> it head. I could have been, yes. You know? <laughs> uh, you know. um, yeah, no, and I think that's great, and that's one of the good things about social media now. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody always says, oh, social media is bad, but social media is also good mm-hmm. because there's all be kinds of, um, groups, yeah. uh, sobriety groups, recovery groups, addiction yeah. groups, that yeah. people can reach out to, into a whole other community yeah. that you would never access. Yeah. yeah. And well,
1: so, like I was saying earlier, I didn't know about AA. Do you remember the day you got 35 years? Remember the days you had to go through the book, highlight everything. I, okay, on Tuesday
0: at three. Well, see, you know, I never took meetings. the AA
1: route. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, okay. No, okay. No. no. All right. And, and I
0: would not recommend that <laughs> at all to any. I would not recommend. <laughs> uh, not just quitting, no. uh, but you know, when I think back, I, like I I said before, I, I probably had a solid five years of drinking. Okay. And then for whatever reason, I knew I couldn't continue this route. Um, I would get violent. I'd do stupid, crazy stuff. So I knew I was going to get killed or I was mm-hmm, going to kill yeah, somebody. Yeah. And so uh, it was just maybe uh, obviously a blessing that I was able to quit yeah. at, at such a young yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so even then, I think I quit before 21, so my brain wasn't fully developed. Okay. So maybe I, I sometimes I wonder, how the heck did I quit so early? But well, I did. But, but you, and you live a sober life. I live a sober Not life. Not a dry life, a sober life. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, what happened, and I, I mentioned this on the uh, on your podcast, mm-hmm. was that um, the spiritual side of it didn't come into my life until the age of 38. Okay. So from there was that hope almost, what, a good 18 years mm-hmm. of, you know, I mean, I, there was some spirituality, but the real spiritual connection didn't come until 38. Okay. And I just realized something's missing in my life, mm-hmm. and I don't know oh, what yeah. it was. Yep. And yep. that's what it turned out to. That was the kind of... the. The, that's the, a connection that, that light bulb moment yeah. oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. which yeah. is just absolutely amazing yeah, and then absolutely. i had to contain myself yeah. and not become a holy roller <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong so, with it it's just you yeah. know <laughs> i mean it, it it
1: is a great feeling and you know yeah. but you know, just like AA, you know, you want to tell everybody yeah. about it, but you gotta you gotta continue. Yeah, yeah.
0: And sometimes that that might take uh, nobody ever wanting to hang out with you again. So yeah. you have to realize, all right, gotta I gotta understand. tone it down. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. but we get it. Yeah. And uh yeah. we want other people to get that. People just want to share good things yeah, in their exactly. life. So well, that's
1: why you go to meetings, you talk about yeah. it. You and I can talk about it. Right. You know, you can talk about
0: God all your spiritual. <laughs> I don't care. I, yeah. I get it, you know. I understand well, it's just it. funny when I, when I'm on my <laughs> on the road and I'm kinda Meeting up with people and I talk to people. If somebody tells me they've lived a Curcio, I know now I can speak absolutely freely. What is that? It's just a... um, The code? No, no. It's it's like a three-day retreat. It's not really a retreat, but... um, it's Catholic-based, but okay. it's not anything what you would expect. Okay. Um, it was just an unbelievable, amazing weekend. It's kind um, of a retreat. I've been on a it's bunch like, of yeah, retreats. retreats. It's like, yeah, retreats. It's
1: going to Jesuit retreats all the yeah, time. So yeah, so
0: it's kind of all, probably the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I, for me, I just realized, my, it, they, that weekend for me, I realized my higher power was mm-hmm. real, mm-hmm. and he was personal. Oh, yeah. He was very, very personal. Yeah. Yeah. So it really changed everything in my life yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And uh, I guess I got it when I needed to get it. That's right. And um, That's right.
1: so... We're, we only we only get what we need when right. we need it. Yeah.
0: So. Um, and so, is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? I thought this was awesome. No, just the, the
1: podcast. If you can look look us up, um, you know, we always, we'll always. <laughs> and I'm going to put those podcast. all in the description. Cool. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so if you guys are uh, interested in any of the uh, podcasts, the friends in recovery answering the call, collateral um, damage. Collateral damage. Yeah. Collateral damage, yeah. Um, I'll I'll try see if I can um, get a link into the yeah. description when yeah. I. When i share it you yeah. have to be very careful when you're sharing social media yep yeah, yeah Facebook absolutely will shut you yeah. down oh yeah thank yeah. yeah. you and throw you into a corner yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah. Uh, well yeah. And,
1: and also if anybody's listening they want to know my story a little bit more yeah. there feel free to call me I'm, i don't know if i can give my number out or not yeah throw it um, out there it's uh 215-694-1994 and that's my personal cell number if you have any questions or whatever you want to talk about um i'm i'm here you know, i'll throw I'm, that I'm in here. the description perfect okay good.
0: yeah if you guys have if you have um, mm-hmm. questions about the Genesis House, um, if you know somebody who might be interested in going there or whatever. Oh, just I mean, recovery, yeah, yeah, whatever, let, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want to be in
1: a guest on our podcast.
0: So obviously the description's <laughs> getting bigger, but yeah. we'll get all that information in there. You get some homework um, now. <laughs> yeah, and so um, with that, we'll wrap up this episode of Rock Bottom to Recovery. Um, you can find us on um, Facebook. We have a Facebook page, uh, which is where you can watch – this video that we're recording now in the studio, um, or you can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Podbean, and I don't think we're on iHeartRadio, but I think that's the next step for us uh, is to get on those other um, uh, platforms. Pod, pod platforms. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> also, to uh, give a shout out to the Holbrook Cares Coalition. Uh, that's how this uh, podcast came about okay. uh one of the ways that this podcast came about and uh the hope coalition was started uh just uh, probably over five years ago uh and it was just a group of community uh people in the community coming together to to address um addiction and uh through that that's how this podcast podcast came about um and they have uh um a great amount of resources so if you're um In the South Shore area, if you live in the Holbrook area and you are looking to tap into some resources, uh, go to the Holbrook Care's Facebook page. Um, They meet the first Tuesday of every month at the town hall at 7 p.m. Send us a message or send uh, Rock Bottom to Recovery a message. Mm -hmm. If you have a story that you'd like to share or you'd like to come on the podcast, we'll figure out a way way to do it. And um, that's it. So um, stay Clean. Stay sober. If you're struggling, keep just keep doing it. Give give us some words of hope, Ed. (laughs) Jersey Ed, give us some words of head Just like I close every every show.
1: Stay sober, everybody. Stay sober, everybody. That's the best way to perfect. Thank you, guys.